Hello, everyone, and welcome to what was it? episode nine? Episode nine. We're almost at double digits. Holy shit! I cannot believe it. Hope everyone's doing well as always, and we got a fun episode because we have someone who does something that I've admired, and I don't know how the fuck it's done. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Today's guest on episode nine is Boo Morgado. How's it Hello. going? Hello. Yeah, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, not a problem. I was, uh, you know, when uh, I was in Massachusetts, I, we were talking about it. And then like the one day to Vader, I was like, hey, I got to get Boo on the show. And it just... Full disclosure, I was going to have you on last week, but then I realized Adam had his show today. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll flip-flop the two. I'll have Boo on next week, Adam this week, and it worked out perfect. Yeah, no, it's all good. It actually worked out uh, better for me, too. So it's all good. Sweet. Right. Yeah. As long as it works out for all of us, that's what matters in the end. <laughs> so, yeah, I've actually... Oh, oh, oh what were we going to say? I just say I've I've never done a podcast or anything before. Well, I've never been interviewed on a podcast. I was a guest on one podcast uh, a while ago that I literally just forgot about until this moment. What podcast? It was uh, Lloyd's Pub. Lloyd's Pub. Lloyd's Pub. Lloyd's Pub. Yeah, a um, a oh geez, like a horror movie podcast. Oh, nice. That I think has since disbanded. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's all good. Well, luckily for me, I'm a one man pod, so you yeah. can't disband this one. <laughs> oh yeah. My microphone's gonna walk out on me. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna start a pod with Boo. <laughs> you do just one me and Mochi, you know what I mean? And then we'll have you on. Oh yeah. I would totally go on a podcast with you and Mochi. That would be awesome. So who is Boo? That's a deep question. Uh, <laughs> I always try and make sure I ask it just that way to whenever I have a guest on. Sometimes I forget, but I like to ask it just like that. Like, who are you? Who, who, yeah. who, who? <laughs> I, let's see, I am uh, from Jersey. I, uh, I guess I'll call myself like a digital artist. I'm an illustrator. Um, I'm self-taught. Um yeah, I'm, I am no longer in New Jersey. I live in Massachusetts now. Uh, yeah, that's, that's as deep as we'll go, I guess, for now. <laughs> that, that's good enough. It's perfect. Yeah. From Jersey, you left Jersey, and you do art, which is yep. the main reason why I want to have you on, because we need to talk. Oh. <laughs> I need to know how you do what you do. Because it's the style and everything. It's just, you know, I do paint, which is easy for me. I can just slap it on. But it's, I don't know how you do it. So let's just start at the bottom. What made you want to get into, like, doing, uh, like, art of sorts? I, I don't know. Probably, honestly, just, like, super childish, like, like reasons. I'm heavily insp- uh, inspired by cartoons and comics and stuff like that. Always have been. Um, and like, I originally, you know, my, my, like my dreams as a kid, I wanted to become an animator and I wanted to work like on a, 
you know, in a cartoon or in a movie or something, that's kind of shifted and changed a little bit. I've kind of shifted more towards trying to get into tattooing over the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, no, I've always loved cartoons. I have, uh, I'm trying to think of like my, my earliest inspirations, like, I always loved like Dragon Ball Z and um, like Sailor Moon and uh, oh my god, especially Nyasha. That was like game changing for me as a, a youngin, like waking up at five o'clock in the morning and seeing on Toonami. Um, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I remember also, Sailor Moon, I remember always yeah. being on waking up as a kid and it would always be ending and it's, that outro got stuck in my head for I think every year of elementary school yeah oh yeah that was super i had this weird oh my god i'm going all over the place now i'm just oh, reminded you're good. of um i had this like knock off what is the, the word like a porcelain like a porcelain sailor moon usagi doll that i like loved as a kid it was probably one of those like collectible things that you were supposed to keep in the box forever yeah. just maybe have on display and i was like i'm six years old i'm gonna take this shit out of the box and like <laughs> break its arm you know what i mean like you know i love that thing though uh, you still have it no i don't really oh. have any of my i know i wish i really wish i've moved so much so like i don't really have any of my like any of my childhood toys or anything like that you know which you know it's, it's it is what it is i do wish for like nostalgia purposes sometimes that i have like certain ones but they're always in my noggin so yeah. that's enough for me yeah so you loved it sounds like a lot of like uh like anime cartoons but yeah it, I, I always i Getting, I try not to call anime cartoons because I remember one friend in particular, yeah. Sam Wyman. I'm like, Sam. Uh, you, you with your little fighting cartoons, and I would do it to piss <laughs> him off. And he's like, bro, <laughs> you, you don't even know what's going on in them. You can't comprehend anime. Oh, I'm like, buddy. I'm like, I can, I'm like, I can comprehend anime. I'm like, I'm just busting your chops because you, you're so serious about it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it. You gotta. It, I haven't found like an anime for me so, as of yet, good. but yeah. it's I do appreciate like the the art style and all that. Like it is insane. Like it's so cool. Yeah, I um, I honestly haven't really been watching a lot of anime for the past couple of years. Like I've kind of like separated a little bit. I there's been like a handful that I've, I've of series that I've watched. Um, but I'm super picky nowadays. Like, I know that I mentioned, like, anime mostly as a kid. Like, uh, when you were asking me as inspiration, I was also equally as inspired by, like, Hexer's Lab and Coach's Powerly Dog, uh -huh. Powerpuff Girls. Like, I love, I'm going to fucking butcher, butcher the man's name, but I want to say it's Genevieve Tartovsky. I'm, <laughs> uh, he's the dude who did like Dexter's Lab and I think he did some stuff on Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack and everything just especially Samurai Jack like that's yeah. super like <sighs> I'm trying to think of what words to use I don't know if it's like UPA but just like that kind of like static not quite Hanna-Barbera kind of look yeah. but like that like thick bold outlines like very flat you know what i mean the movements are very very animated like yes yes, yes. hannah barbara like the, the classics they kind of move fast but like samurai jack like 
when he's slashing with the sword and yes. stuff it's very just like like the yeah. back the background kind yes, of moves colors more. yes the colors the color design like the, and the backgrounds and everything super futuristic and just like those bold static um like lines and it's it's a lot of it is based around like the shapes of the silhouette you know what i mean yeah like that kind of stuff has always been uh so even to this day super inspirational for me especially uh yeah Cartoon, car- they don't make cartoons like they used to. <laughs> that's for damn sure. It's, it's yeah, something I feel like that's been lost in a way since like moving on from cell animation. And I don't want to be like CG animation's bad because it's not. Like I feel like there's certain studios like um, fuck uh, the Spider-Man movie that came out the um, what the into the Spider Verse. Yeah, into the Spider Verse and um hotel transylvania and stuff like find that way to translate that super fluid cartoony like super exaggerated shape style into cg instead of like that super uncanny valley like let me give this cartoon pores you know what i mean (laughs) like it gets to be a little much for me it does it's like the only like the only thing like recently that i could think of like of course like you know bob's burgers and stuff's cool and all that but like the 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 only thing that like kind of really i saw as like a game changer that i loved was uh on cartoon network amazing world of gumball yes oh my god the the way they do yeah it's like real life and it's like it just it's constantly changing it's like what the hell like i think i saw claymation on an episode it's just like the what they do that that was like jaw dropping when I stumbled on it randomly. No, Gumball's so good. I always forget how good Gumball is. I've only seen a couple of episodes, but I um definitely like I've seen like episodes kind of sporadically. I want to go back and kind of watch um more episodes, you know. Um oh god, it's so good though. The, the way that the you have this like realistic kind of like CG background and then you have you know, all the main cast is that super cute, bubbly, 2D, you know, thick line, static line, animated. And then you have, you know, the mesh of the 3D and the coordination that you were talking about. Um, really makes me hopeful. Definitely a game changer, like you said. Oh, like, yeah. of what we can be doing with with animation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gumball is great, but fuck gumball let's bring it on back so you were into cartoons. <laughs> I, I, I haven't gotten to talk like cartoons with anyone so it's yeah. like re- reminiscing about that stuff and all that i'm like oh no we got to talk about this and especially since you know it was an influence to you and cartoons yeah. have influenced me in some ways so yeah. you loved that stuff now when uh like when you first started doing art was it like pen and paper or did you go right to digital or how to, how'd you kind of start? So I, you know, definitely pen and paper. Just, I, I've been drawn since like I could hold a crayon, you know what I mean? Like definitely did a lot of drawing on printer paper as a kid, you know what I mean? I remember when I first like wanted to start taking art seriously in like the third grade I would sit in my basement because like that was where the family computer was. I would shut all the lights out in the basement and I would take a piece of printer paper and put it up on my like shitty little Dell monitor and trace like these anime drawings that I really liked. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. As a, as, a, as a little, as a wee boo, 
Um, and just then that kind of just a wee boo. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. I just yeah, re- you, I mean, when it true. when you said it, I realized. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried to. Yeah, no, it's it's very fucking true. I'm not even gonna. At least like when I was like a kid. I mean, like I fucking breaking into, um, like my online art kind of era, like a posting art online. Um, I had a fucking deviant art. You know what I mean? That's where it all started for me. Is which was it's like the fucking. Oh God, what is the cesspool? No, what is the word? Like the, the meeting point of like where all fucking movies start, I feel like is is fucking DeviantArt. Um, <laughs> so before I had an, uh, a tablet or anything, I would just draw on pen and paper. I mostly use like pencil and color color pencils, nothing fancy, and would scan it. I was lucky enough to have a printer in my house that had a scanner on it, and I just fucking would spend like hours scanning everything into MS Paint and then putting it right onto DeviantArt. Um, and then before, again, I could get a tablet, I started doing digital art with a a mouse, um, for a couple of years. I remember, um, I would, oh man, spinning it back, speaking of like DeviantArt, they used (laughs) to make these things called bases, which were just like pretty much like essentially just like naked anime naked and bald anime people and then they were like pretty much like your dolls where you could put them you know save the photo of the drawing put it onto ms paint or your your art program and you know just draw over it and do whatever that was definitely like like training wheels for me as like uh i'm gonna say like like 10 or 11 years old oh my god (laughs) <laughs> yeah. going, going down memory lane with this i love it yeah way fucking back and it, i've always heard <laughs> of deviant art but like i've never like i've never talked to anyone about what it was so like hearing yeah. all this and what it is i'm like this is this is great i'm finally getting unanswered questions i never asked so it's yeah. perfect please if you have any questions like it's a completely different world on there now yeah um, compared to how it was in like 2009 2010 when i was like most active on it um so it's just it's kind of sad to see i get really bummed about it sometimes because there's really no like social media or any website these days that's really just primarily about and focused on um like sharing your art whether it be like digital or traditional or, or whatever yeah. Um, you know, um, cause Instagram is not very catered for artists and then that stuff with like Tumblr or Twitter, which also is not good for, for yeah. artists. So uh, I don't know. Like, there needs to be some sort of platform because it's like, even like I'm a part of a few groups on Facebook. I won't say which ones cause I'm co- completely fucking bash them right now. Like <laughs> joining these groups where I'm like, Oh, with this name, this is going to be great. Yeah. And I go on it and it's just like, literally just, I'm like, I don't even know if I've seen art in these groups. Oh. <laughs> like, it's just, they're just like, so besides the fact of like, it's just, it's weird. And then you just see all people like going off and like favoritism and all this stuff. And oh. it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's what happens a lot in on like the social media sites like nowadays like not this i don't really know so much about like how facebook 
is with art communities. I don't really have any experience with that, but like with Twitter and um, Instagram, um, if like you could, if you're starting out, your algorithms will definitely favoritize people who work super frequently. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So like if you're pumping out a drawing like two or three times a day and posting it on there, you're going to, and it's like decent, you know what I mean? You're yeah. going to get a, you're going to get a lot more, um, you know, followers, but like, that's just unrealistic for a lot of people, you know, to be able yeah. to have like these fully completed drawings that, you, you know, yeah. multiple times a day, every single day. Um, like when I was a kid, I'm going to say a little bit after the deviant, well, no, kind of during the deviant art days. And then after the deviant art days, I ended up moving over to Tumblr around 2011. Yeah. Um, I was doing a lot of art live streams pretty much whenever I could. Like, I don't think that it was a procaster. I don't think that it's even a thing anymore, the streaming site, but this is like before Twitch, as far as I know, um, where yeah, like literally I would just spend hours drawing. I would either have theme silence, you know what I mean? You just have music playing or sometimes I would talk to people. Um, and that would be on, you said Procaster, but on Tumblr too? They Well, I would I would post the link oh, all right. on, on my Tumblr. I don't think that Tumblr had any streaming, you know what I mean? Anything I, like that. Tumblr is another thing that like I had one but i still to this day don't know what you do with it so it was like yeah. wait, you can live stream on top so but no. all right so you would post the link to the procaster yeah. and that would be all right yeah i like, get it now people on tumblr would come for, you know and, and hang out and shit this was like before discord and everything too you know yeah um, oh my god the days of like actually using skype oh, <laughs> and, like wow. msn and everything yeah oh, oh my god uh, msn I don't even remember why I had an MSN, but I did. Everyone did, yeah. Even if you never fucking used it, it was there on your computer, taking up fucking memory. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You could literally just computer dry. You you could literally just use MSN and Internet Explorer, and that was it. Couldn't yeah. have anything else on the computers. No. <laughs> oh wait, LimeWire. Let's let's be real. <laughs> So started pen and paper and you were yep. doing stuff all online and all that. When it uh when did like the digital like aspect come into play with like uh I'm guessing you use a tablet because you mentioned Yeah, I so I actually I'm using I'm talking to you right now with my iPad and that's what I use nowadays for the most part. I haven't had a, a PC set up in a while and that's that's kind of how I used to do my thing. I would have a my first tablet was um Oh my god, what the fuck? A Wacom sketch, I wanna say, or Wacom bamboo. I don't remember. But it was just this little teeny tiny like six-inch like black slab yeah. of plastic uh that I would plug into my, my computer um with this big old clunky pen. And you had like this much like you know, not much to really work with to draw on, but it was enough for me. Um, and I think I mostly just started out using probably MS Paint, and then I eventually found my way over to a program called Psy, and that's what I used for for a lot of, for a lot of years <laughs> um, until I think it was Windows Eight came out, and then my um, 
my, that art program side just stopped working with windows and uh you know i kind of moved on from there what uh what program do you use now for your stuff um it's called um procreate procreate the ipad yeah all right because i uh yeah. i just got my laptop's like one of those touch screen flip flipping oh, uh, things yeah like i can um like it has a normal keyboard it looks like a normal laptop but i can fold the screen over completely so i can rest the keys on my leg which i don't feel comfortable with i'm like i'm gonna start <laughs> popping keys off yeah uh, i did just buy a it was like eight dollar stylus nice. off amazon because oh, yeah. uh like with the trying to do like the uh 3d graphic design and stuff for that but also i want to start to try to, to dabble a little bit in like digital so that's why i'm like it's yeah. perfect time too i literally just got them the other day so like i'm gonna gonna take all the knowledge i can from you today <laughs> yeah no i um unfortunately procreate i think it's just like an apple thing but i know that um what the fuck is it called oh my god uh clip studio clip studio paint i believe you can get you should be able to get just fine on your your laptop and that's a really good one i don't know if sci i think sci 2 came out i don't really know too much about that anymore but yeah clip studio paint i know is great because fuck adobe fuck yeah. photoshop and all that bullshit monthly get the fuck out of here i use uh, um <laughs> like for some of like the graphic design stuff i've done and all that mm -hmm. uh jacob taught me how to use gimp yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, oh, I have yes. GIMP and the like classic. GIMP, How could I forget? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like, GIMP's basically Photoshop, but now I'm like, I just like the name. Bring out the GIMP. Yeah. <laughs> the GIMP. Yeah, it's like I, it's, I had the, it's the working man's Photoshop. <laughs> you know? I just I find it funny too that Jacob vomit cord. I had the GIMP tell me about. Oh my GIMP. god! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't put that together. I've never met Jacob, but I've heard nothing but great things. Oh, you still haven't um, met Jacob? No, and I'm shocked because, like, I feel like I would have met him going to Mahoney or something. Um, but yeah, no, like, Jacob, if you're listening, I'm a big fan, dude. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the times that, like, I, I was at Mahoning with you, like, you and uh, Vader, like, he wasn't there. Mm. I'm trying to think, so it was like it was because it was like some like that just didn't line up. Because I think, uh, because we, we went to what did we go to together? monster squad yeah yes monster squad was one and then vader i think was vader i know went to alone one of them i think it was like vhs fest or something i forget it's they're all a blur now no you're you're on the money that was i wanted to go to vhs fest and i planned on going and then actually one of the people that i was on lloyd's pub with um, we don't really chit chat too much anymore, but at the time, like she was going through a rough, a rough patch, like something just happened with her family and she like really needed to, to get out and wanted a beach day and she didn't have a car. She was sharing a car with her partner. So like, I was like, dude, I got you. We'll, we'll have a beach day. And then oh, it yeah. just so happened that was when VHS Fest was going, when Ben was going, or Vader was going to VHS Fest. So it was, you know, you know, I wish I could have gone. I, I missed it. There was, um, I remember... I can't remember the name of the movie, but he was saying there was this one movie that it literally looked like somebody recorded with their like shitty little camcorder. You know, like it was like recorded on a potato. And I just, 
I'm trying to think of which one because Killing Spree was that, at that one, and that movie was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I have the Blu-ray. I'll bring it up to Massachusetts, yes, and we'll all we'll all watch it because that movie. Oh my god, Killing <laughs> Spree was fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, we went to VHS Fest this year, but that's the only nice. event we've had so far, and. You two got a journey out to one of them, and I'll I'll be sure to be there. We're talking about possibly nothing set in stone yet, but um, they just announced on the week of our anniversary, the weekend of our anniversary, they're showing um, it's what the original Suspiria. Um, so I fucking love Suspiria. I had see, I actually saw the remake before seeing the original, and. Um, I, I really want to do a day where I watch them back to back or like watch them kind of like in close succession of yeah. each other because they're very different movies. Um, yeah. Both are phenomenal. But I, I, you know, that's, that's its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that soundtrack by Goblin is. Oh my God. Oh, it's so See, good. funny enough, I had heard, uh, I was uncultured. Um, I hadn't heard of the original Suspiria, but I, um, so I didn't put the connect like those dots together when, the um the remake had come out but i just saw that tom york had done the the soundtrack so that was what drew me into the movie originally yeah um, and then like being like oh my god wait this is a fucking oh my god of an italian <laughs> oh my goblins oh my god so like it just yeah I <laughs> all the stars that. aligned and just blew yes. your mind yeah. <laughs> oh yeah big inspiration so with your art, we'll we'll cycle back to that. We'll 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 touch on some horror too. We we got to. I, I I've been lucky enough to have quite a few horror heads on this pod. So it I, I always love talking about that stuff with people. Um with the art. So you're you got the um you got your tablet, you're doing a lot of digital now and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And um obviously done work for uh your partner vader yeah oh there i say the name and it pops through the door that's crying to come in <laughs> i heard her crying but like yeah. can't make up her mind she doesn't know if she wants to stay or go should she stay or should she go now you've done a lot of the stuff you've done for vader's vibrators i I, I love all your stuff I've seen, but the Thank Vader's you. Vibrator stuff, especially the album art for short songs with long titles. Oh, thank you. Uh, Oscar Bayer. <laughs> that concept was all Vader. That was I all loved Vader? It, yeah. All right. I threw I was... in the little the little logo of his face. I was like, maybe we should do like a little, because Oscar Bayer had their like little mascot, like little, little I forget his name now. Uh, but like they had like a weird little mascot for Bologna a couple Bill? years. Yeah, something like that. Bologna, <laughs> yeah. Bologna Bob. He's like literally like little Oscar or something, and it's like like you know. Um, so thinking that was that was my one con- uh, contribution, I think. But everything else was was all his um, all their concept, and I loved it. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that I was like, that needs to be on a t shirt. That needs to be stickers. <laughs> I want a notepad. Like I want it all. So. Yeah. If that was if that was mainly their concept, what with your other stuff, what uh, what's like your inspiration for you? Do like the, you know, I see that cartoon style, like for the uh the spooky EP, that artwork, fantastic. Just, 
I'm just thinking like the stuff off the top of my head. I figure that yeah. albums are the easiest things to because I'm like that one with the person with the thing and the colors. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That was uh that's one of my finer works. <laughs> my, my, my blue years, my blue period. And I say oh. that because I don't know why, but I always fucking draw like blue people. I don't realize it. Like not to not to go on off on a separate tangent, but I draw oh, a lot blue people. I think I was inspired, like I'm subconsciously super inspired by um interstellar 5555 because i only ever want to draw blue people do the <laughs> not if i were green i would die it's not that if you're listening and you think it's that it's dabba dee dabba die because well, <laughs> so. that's uh you refer to like also like with the the severed head and stuff the art for that like because i i noticed that too with that it is like kind of like a bluish like tealish kind of tinge and stuff no i don't know why i i think i don't know i've always kind of been drawn to just using super funky funky colors um i just i'm more interested i guess that way like it's more entertaining for me i guess it's it adds like it adds like its own flair to it i feel too you know well thank it, you you know so what um what kind of like inspirations do you uh like kind of inspire your works and everything i know you do uh like commissioned portraits and stuff and you do like stuff like that for other people but the stuff on the boo time the boo time pictures. What uh, what kind of inspirations do you have? Um, I'm, that's a great question. I, uh, just you know, I just answered a similar question a couple of weeks ago, and I had such a hard time. Um, I have a bunch of art books, um, uh, of artists that I love. Like that's why that's one thing that I I'm bad about collecting. Like I, if I see an art book by an artist that I love, I like I need it. Um, oh, definitely something that's coming to mind um, is Jamie Hewlett from, like, the artist for Gorillaz. All um, right. Ever since I was, like, a little kid, like, um, uh, his art has been a huge inspiration for me. Um, and I feel like he definitely also has, um, like, anime influence as well. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a tank Girl, you know, and everything is so fun. Like, that punky, you know what I mean? You got you to gotta love it in your face. Yeah. Um, I'm to think. I love, um, like, I don't want to say vintage, but like older, <laughs> like classic anime, like like between like '60s era, between like like late '80s, '90s, kind of just like super fucking exaggerated, but at the same time still like proportionately accurate, kind of. I feel like because we kind of touched on it a little bit before, like, uh, I've kind of, you both kind of, well, I, I've pulled away from anime a little bit. Like, I haven't really been watching too much these days because I feel like a lot of, like, super common style that you're going to find nowadays is, like, super, like, blobby, like, super round, like, short, like, it kind of loses a little bit of, I like that kind of, like, mix between, like, realism and cartoony in a sense, Oh, All another right. a huge inspiration. I'm trying to think, like, have you seen um, a Ghost in Shell? 
I, I know the name Ghost in okay. Shell, but I've never seen it. I love like that, like 90s, a little bit more kind of like realistic kind of art style, I guess. I, I, I think I know. I, I think we, I get what you're saying because I'm trying to picture, as I said, I, um, I don't know much about anime. So it's oh, like, I'm yeah, trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like the styles in my head, but like, I, I think it would be like, I guess maybe like in the, like the chin structure like how it kind of pointed yeah. and it's like I mean, i'm trying to think like J- dragon ball z like you have like the you know well, you that's have super the, fucking the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like i'm trying to th- like uh uh yu yu haka show yeah yeah definitely yeah. Yeah, Michelle loves that so it's like I've you know seen like the art on like uh yeah. my buddy gave her some books and stuff and yeah. you know I'm trying to think of, like the stylization with that after this I gotta I gotta fucking educate myself on so. no dude I'll send you I'm, I'll happily send you some of my favorites like right now that's something that's coming to mind for me another artist that I mentioned um is Satoshi Kong um he did um like one of my favorite horror pieces ever um Perfect Blue um, but he also has like kind of it's something in that like 80s 90s art style where it's like a little bit more like anatomically like correct like like things feel like a little more realistic I guess yeah. if that makes any sense um that's something that I really love I'm trying to think of you know some, some other artists like um H.R. Geiger H.R. Geiger is um, awesome yes yes like I love that super just like that oil slicky kind of like super mechanical slimy yes oh i'm all about the slime for sure um try to think uh it's so hard like on the spot uh oh you're good uh, uh, uh there was someone else that i has escaped me actually we touched on um uh talking about bob's burgers and stuff yeah another super early inspiration for me was home movies like, oh, I movies! Yes, super near and dear to my heart. Oh my god! Um, Original Adult Swim. Yes, OG. I love like if I if I'm having because I've been definitely in like a bit of an art block. Like um, doing um, art for Vader's albums and everything has really helped pull me out of art block. But I found myself kind of back into a little bit of a funk, um, I guess, um, this summer. Um, so just like I like to do super like blobby I guess we'll say like art where I'm not really thinking about it too much just I've been doing like even today like sketching I was just doing gestures just like these super like loose um drawings not with like a, an under sketch or anything not trying to be super precise and yeah. like you know get everything like all the little details in there like just really trying to keep it like fluid and loosey-goosey and just kind of get the general shapes um focusing on that like outline that all I right yeah it's just the worst thing like because i just started painting again and it's like trying to figure out it's like what the hell do i do what do i want to make yeah and it's those funks are terrible but it's like I, I'm, I'm finally pulling myself out of like oh yeah but everything i loved i was in a funk with for yeah. years and yeah. now it's like i just pulled out this just disgusting mess of a dingus and i'm just <laughs> i'm like no dude yeah I, I like I peeled off the muck and like now I'm just a beautiful butterfly and I feel Aww. like a mothra. I'm like, oh yeah. like I'm doing some of the best. Moth. Yeah. It's yeah. like I, I feel like I've been doing some of the best art and music and like I'm just like 
there it is <laughs> so i hope once the summer's done it pulls you out because i want to see more of your stuff yeah well, thank you so much uh, no problem yeah. no, it's, you're great at what you do and like like hearing how you know you're talking about wanting to get into animation and stuff mm-hmm. i can't help the whole time i've been thinking i just haven't said it yet I want to see you do some animations to Vader's vibrator songs. I Th- want to trust that me. Mu- that music is made for animation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Funny that you should say that. I don't know. I forget which friend it is. Unfortunately, Vader's got a friend that was like, "Dude, I need to animate something to Vader's vibrators." Like yesterday. Are you cool with that? So supposedly, <laughs> there's somebody who is out there. I at the end. Like I'm trying to think. I really don't know who it was. I don't. I've never met this person, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but like, it is happening. It is out there. Um, I I would love to do animation, but that's something that like I don't know. I've never quite as inspired by animation as much as I wanted to do that. Um, I I've never really fully been able to grasp animation programs. Um, I've tried teaching myself a couple of times, and I just really haven't found. A, fr- a free uh, program, even one that like I've torrented that like has really made sense to me that I can make sense of. So, uh, you know, Procreate does have an animation um, function. So I've done a couple of like little like like short animations and stuff. But I mean, I would love to do a full like, a full piece. You know, that would be awesome. I want to see it. Hell yeah! Maybe I should go back to my whole movie roots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have just like like do everything in MS Paint, have like a nice like little MS Paint background and draw everything with like, you know, fill in, use that, pick that fill bucket, you know, that pink bucket <laughs> oh. and just like really, you know. They, MS Paint, it's, I don't, I don't remember the last time I've used it, but the one thing that needs to come back and I want to make a music video with it is fucking Kid Picks. Oh my Kid God. Kid Picks was the best. Yeah the the fire it burns oh, oh no <laughs> oh no oh, i forgot about that oh man yeah it's it, this this episode's definitely it's it's episode nine for a reason now because talking about like the cartoons and kid pig mm-hmm. i am fucking feeling in the 90s right now hardcore yeah. i am yeah. I'm just rem. It's, things are reminiscent about me too. Like just thinking of Dexter's Lab and all that, and just going on the computer, toying yeah. around with the all the stupid little programs, and I didn't use Skype that much, and oh. I had MSN for some reason, but AIM, you know. <laughs> but oh, but AIM, yep. AIM oh yeah, great. So. Now, with uh, we talked like a decent amount about the digital art. You said you've been also uh, noodling around with your sketchbook, uh, yeah, back in, like, pen and paper. Yeah, I so when we moved, I um, I had all my stuff. Uh, I left my car in Jersey for a minute. Um, it ended up being a little bit longer than we expected because we got we got the COVID and everything. So that you know, within a month of moving up here. Um, but, uh, I had all my art books. I had all my art supplies, like traditional art supplies, pencils, oils, graphite, you know, uh, paint, all that shit, uh, left at home or in my car. Um, so only within the past month, uh, have I gotten all my stuff back and it's been like 
I, I've been so used to to using my iPad that's like, oh shit, yeah, I have like a shit ton of, you know, sketch pads and all of these wonderful art supplies that I need to put to use again. So it's kind of been like a process of slowly trying to reteach myself because it's honestly been even longer because when I was living uh, in Jersey for the past year, a lot of my stuff has stayed in boxes. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Everything was kind of shoved in storage because I, I moved into a Vader's family's house. So I, I haven't really had access to my shit for a minute. Um, so it's been... to like relearn and everything it's it's so going from traditional to digital or, or rather vice versa is is almost kind of daunting for me because I've, I've began to use digital art as a crutch in a sense because yeah. it, it's very it's a very safe art form and I'll say that just because like you can make a million fucking mistakes you can redraw like the same couple of lines over and over and over again and just like erase it like it was never there you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's very, very easy to, to like, have to fucking redo the same thing over and over again, which I'm trying to break myself out of. Yeah. It's, like, one of the beautiful things about, you know, traditional art, using pens and, and paint and everything. It's, like, you put that shit on there, it's fucking there. Yeah. Like, Pen you can't really... point breaks. It's, like, this yeah. doesn't happen on an iPad. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would fucking hope not. <laughs> I, I just got a, a MIDI controller and started messing around with that and, like, recording stuff in programs with that writing songs it's i know exactly what you're saying i don't know how many mess ups i had that i just edited a note or something yep. i'm like oh this song's beautiful and it's like hey you put a string section in that song go pick up a real violin i'm like what do you mean yeah. like <laughs> i don't have to no yeah. for sure and i think it's a beautiful thing i don't really oh, think yeah. it, it takes away from like the skill you yeah. know what i mean it's a different skill set but but no definitely like digital art is i feel like there's like this kind of like safety net under me when i use procreate as opposed to if i'm like staring at an actual piece of paper on these like art supplies that i have like a limited amount of that i spent money on you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> like it, it feels a little bit more like there's a little bit more pressure for me that i need to pull my cat's crying out the door oh. uh that i need to pull myself out of yeah, it's, it's sitting there yeah. it's like with the ipad and stuff you know yeah with, with the with the physical stuff in front of your paints it's like you know what i want to do a painting in red then you go to grab the red paint and you have a drop left and it's like ah oh, come on it's, it's like with the ipad definitely has like all that stuff there to you know everything's yeah. at your disposal but it's yeah the tech like you still gotta have like the talent and stuff to do it because you're still you know, you're still drawing and still doing everything. So, you know, no, you're good. You're totally good. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm Bye. glad that I'm glad that you see it that way because there are a lot of people who, especially like, like artists, like in the artist community, that if you say that you're a digital artist, they you know they love you. They, they think that you're you know what I mean. Like because just because like yes, absolutely, you can clean up your mistakes. But I you know I still had to study. You know I've been drawing for. Uh, like you know well over a decade you know um yeah getting closer to two decades it's uh you still have to learn the basics you still have to learn how to you know like study anatomy if that's you know me I, i'm more like doing portraits and drawing people as opposed to to uh, like landscapes and everything like that you know but like like you know you have to teach yourself the basics first and you have to to 
train your eye and your hand and everything. Um, but there, you know, it, it sucks that there's a lot of people out there that just are like, if you use a computer, that means that you just you trace on the you trace it, right? You just yeah. you download a picture from the internet and that's it, right? That's what you're doing. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just only- you're a tracer. You're not you don't you're not a real artist, you're just a tracer. Was it ch- uh, chasing Amy out of your? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're a, a tracer. I'm not oh a tracer. <laughs> I have to go back and fucking rewatch. That was funny enough. The first Kevin Smith movie that I watched, like as a kid, I watched the original Clerks, but like I was a little ass kid and I didn't really fucking like process anything that I was watching. Um, but then when I was, I think it was in high school when I was like, you know, I should like fucking. Ex- I could you hear my cat? Yeah, it's a yeah. I feel so bad. Um, but yeah, no, you have to. I have to go back and uh, you know embrace my Jersey roots and yeah. you know watch some Kevin Smith and uh, chasing Amy. I guess was the first thing that that drew my interest. I guess <laughs> that's a whole different thing though for me. But yeah, it's okay. Well, uh, we'll start to we'll jump into another topic. You know? Okay, so artist a great artist you do all the mediums if someone says digital art isn't real fuck you you'll pick mm-hmm. up a pen and paper and show them okay <laughs> now i know you also dabble because you said you don't want to call yourself a musician it's a yeah. hobby but you dabble in the musical arts yeah i should do yeah. so what uh what does what does that mean? What uh, what uh, what do you play? What got you into it? I feel I call everyone that could play an instrument a musician, even if it's just oh. making noise with it. So I see you as a musician. Thank but, you, thank you, Dingus. Ah, no problem. So what uh, what was kind of your start with it? Um, I think I was in fourth grade, and I uh, I joined bands. Ooh, um, I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, Frank going way back yet again. Um, so I actually, funny enough, wanted to start off playing the flute, but I had little teeny tiny like elementary school baby hands, and I couldn't quite make that work for me. So I moved over to clarinet, and that was my <laughs> I was a clarinet player um, all throughout the end of middle school into or uh, elementary school into middle school, and then I stopped playing when I got into high school. Um, uh, when I was at home, like, uh, my mom wasn't a super big fan of, like, loud noises. So I didn't really get to practice too much. And I kind of fell out of the music thing for a while. Uh, but I kind of replaced that with um, guitar and uke when I got into high school. Um, I didn't get my first guitar until I was 17. But I think I got a ukulele. I think I got my first uke when I was in the eighth grade um and i would you know just like fuck around and teach myself you know like little just like four chord songs and everything um i remember i was really into amanda palmer <laughs> when i was uh in middle school um amanda, so, amanda palmer yeah um do you have you heard of dresden dolls oh yes okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh all right yep yeah evelyn i think what was it evelyn and evelyn uh, I don't fucking remember but there was a couple of like her side projects that like I was really into and then I discovered her solo stuff and she had like a lot of ukulele and shit um, but that's 
I'm trying to think of what else. Um, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I would teach myself and kind of mess around with that for a couple of years. That was my main thing. Um, try teaching myself guitar. I'm not super great at guitar. Like I could play like linger, you know what I mean? And, you know, like simple songs, but I'm not, you know, if you ask me to get up in front of people and play an instrument, I like freeze up. I'm like, oh, it's also it's something under wall. Fucking oasis. Oh my god. I remember the fucking first time I heard Wonderwall, I was like eight years old and I was like, oh my god, this is what music could be. <laughs> it's, it's so heavy. <laughs> yeah, this is the saddest song I've heard in my entire life. Um and then you realize Oasis is just the saddest band you heard in your entire life. <laughs> it, it's well, I was jo- also oh my god, if you want to go way back, I um, big inspiration for me as a kid, honest to God, like I fucking I was a Lincoln Park kid through and through. Oh, like yeah. elementary school boo. I was fucking rocking all of the Chester Bennington that I could. I um <laughs> I was I, I, really big into Lincoln Park. <laughs> I love how it sounded like a designer, like I was rocking the Gucci, I was rocking rocking the, the Chester Bennington. Bennington. <laughs> I had the whole Bennington collection. I was crawling in my skin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Linkin Park though is great. They I yeah. they're one of those timeless bands that like yeah. I wasn't big into them, but like they'll come on like the radio or something now and I'll just yeah. jam along. Yeah, no, for sure. I yeah, I've definitely I've had a lot of as, as just a fucking regular ass person as I've had a lot of music phases throughout my life. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, cause just because of like, sad, I mean, I've always been into like sad music, I guess, <laughs> you know, but whatever. I, we don't have to talk about me being a fucking emo kid. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to see my chem next month. I got to prepare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck? I think we're going to see, um, I think it's, and I think it's the end of next month. Or is it is it September? Wait. It might be September. Do you guys have tickets for one of the Jersey shows? Oh uh, no, I think we're seeing them. We're seeing them in Boston. Fuck. I think. Yeah, we're having um uh. Vader's cousin is gonna come up and stay with us. And we're I know that would be amazing. I've never gotten to see them live, so I neither have I. Um yeah, I'm so fucking excited, man. It's been a long time coming. I am one hundred percent gonna wear fucking mascara and gonna have mascara tears and that will be my fucking makeup look and it's fine it's all right my buddy jordan i had on here we were talking about it and you brought up like eyeliner i'm like yeah i never wore eyeliner he's like you never wore eyeliner and (laughs) i was saying for this i'm like i might just go full like i I don't want to say middle age because i don't want to think that half my life's over but (laughs) uh um what's the word i'm looking for I don't know. I'm a dude pushing 30. That's like, I'm going to go see my chem finally. I never wore eyeliner, but I'm going to wear it this time. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> them, I had the tickets for them, and then I had Ramstein tickets, which oh, is nice. this coming month. And they're Very both nice. they're both bucket list bands for me I never saw. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I got GA for Ramstein, and my chem, we have seats right behind GA. So it's oh, like... Nice. I'm going to look at Gerard. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to cry. It's going to be yeah. great. 
Oh, I wish yeah, I was I'm going very happy with you, for you guys, though. I know. I'm happy for I you, wish. too. Thank oh, you. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to FaceTime each other at the like, show. Hey. <laughs> for sure. What I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I know you were saying you don't consider yourself a musician, air quotes, I'm doing it to the camera, but I do. But you, uh, you said because you don't really like record and stuff, but there is a recording that you and your partner did deja vu if i was a big fan they did the uh courage the cowardly dog outro which kind of ties it back into the animation and stuff because courage courage is another one that that was kind of groundbreaking with some of the stuff they did absolutely well yeah even so they used they did a lot of like mixing 2d with cg um also i feel like i mean i've always been interested in horror um like as a as a wee one i i watched um like alien and like aliens that that has always forever been like a huge influence to me um so just like i really appreciate courage for um like being my childhood introduction to into the horror genre because it absolutely absolutely is you know oh yeah 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 it's like i feel like goosebumps and yes. then there was, I feel like I was in the, like the period between like Goosebumps was old, but still on and Courage was coming out. Yes. So it was like yes. the two kind of meshed, but then I had the older brother with the giant ass horror movie collection that, nice. you know, so it was, I had like all the different intros right there. Well, we'll use this as the segue. One more question about Deja Vu though. Because we'll be we'll be, we'll be hearing from them at the end of the show. Stick around for a nice little outro. But deja vu. Is there plans to make more music? Is there a reunion tour on the on the heat of the heels? Like, <laughs> I hope so. I really do. Um, we've done. I think Vader released it. Um, uh, some Twin Peaks covers as well. I did a couple of played a couple of instruments on there. I know I've played like Lockenspiel and stuff for a couple. I think it was Vader's Vibrators stuff that they've done. Um, oh, I so didn't like all of this, you. Yeah, you, I'm in the I'm in the background. I'm, that's what I do. You're in the background playing instruments on recordings. You're a musician. <laughs> I'm just a studio. <laughs> just a new studio cover <laughs> hey studio musicians are people too i have social anxiety uh, <laughs> you know but but yeah no i um i really fucking hope so um i don't know again nothing is set in stone nothing is solid no plans really um but we have both definitely been talking about like really wanted to do stuff with Vader's vibrators and vampires and such. Um, so I would be looking at potentially doing some keys and stuff um, in the future, which oh, I, we didn't really touch on this and I completely forgot about it actually, but well before I took band and started playing keyboard or playing clarinet rather um, in elementary school, uh, as a little kid, one of my toys, quote unquote, that I had was um, like this little teeny tiny uh, keyboard that I would play. And I fucking loved like just oh. little keyboard. Yeah, play that shit for hours. Make a bunch of like little you know, songs and stuff. Um, and then one day it miraculously disappeared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, 
Um, but with all the loud noises. All the loud noises, <laughs> you know, you know how that goes. Um, but I, yeah, I bought a keyboard again. I think when I was like twenty, like nineteen or twenty, and I, I would kind of dabble with that a little bit. I don't have that keyboard anymore. Like a shitty, like little, like fifty dollar eBay one. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but that I'm looking forward to a lot. Like I really hope that that becomes a thing because I would very much love to to have a reason to to make music you know what I mean yeah I you know up before Vader I really had just like kind of dibble dabbled a little bit just you know playing you know in my room you know what I mean nothing crazy um but I definitely have always been interested in um in playing more like I've collected like that glockenspiel that I was telling you about that I did that's uh, I got that thing in high school I collect like little small instruments, I guess. Like one of my first ones was this thing called an automaton because I was fucking obsessed with it. And it's like just this little, it's, it's shaped like a music note. And like you squish its face at the bottom and it goes like wow, oh, wow. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Face. It's like a and tennis ball face. size. Yeah. 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 And then you have like, oh. um, I don't, what the fuck? The, it's like the a neck slide whistle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I loved that thing. Um, R.I.P. Blue Automaton, it died, like, I think in my last move or my, the move before that, like, the battery just exploded inside of it, poor fucking Aww. bastard. But it lasted almost a decade. <laughs> um, I'll give it credit. Uh, beautiful little contraption. Um, oh, I also have, because, again, bringing back gorillas, always been obsessed with gorillas, I ended up buying uh, myself a melodica, when I was in high school, Ooh. I had like one of those super pretty, like red, um, like German um, melodica. I love that little guy. Um, yeah, lots. Of, I have like lots of little instruments. <laughs> you know? Lots of little instruments on multiple Ooh. recordings. Not a musician. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like low key, just for funsies. I, yeah, I just I I, I, I toy around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Would I really be an artist if I wasn't a like hyper self-critical perfectionist? Dungit dingus. You got a point. You got right? a very <laughs> good point. You know, and, and I said how good I was doing with things. And you know, I feel like I'm not being too critical now. So maybe I'm not an artist or musician no! anymore. <laughs> okay, I need I need to start just doubting myself. <laughs> uh-huh. Get that's the key. You gotta start smoking a lot of cigarettes and like you know, and then and then just doubting yourself all the time. <laughs> I can't I can't do that no more. I quit. I quit. Good for that. You. Fuck it. Fuck it. But there's always Fuck time it. to pick them back up and put the music down. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> just just That's chain, chain smoke looking at my paintings, calling myself a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That sounds like the self-loathing of a true artist, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It turns out, yeah, that whole thing about like the starving, like you know, artists, like the suffering artists, is often self-inflicted. Actually, it's it's um, like the greatest secret about all of your all of the, the great artists, you know, like Van Gogh and you know, yeah, everyone. They they all uh, uh, what is the word? They they all just hated themselves and yeah. were masochists. Yeah. And the thing is with the starving artist thing. If you're not eating to begin with, then it's, you know, just if you're sitting there working, there's plenty of times I'm like, wow, it's, it's been hours. I haven't eaten anything. No, that's, 
but I don't want to say that's the best, but like <laughs> when you get into that, like I fucking, especially when I'm, I'm going through an art block for a while, I it's such an amazing feeling when you get into that groove where time just fucking goes out the window. It's like, oh my God, I've been sitting in front of a screen for eight hours working on the same piece. How the fuck did that happen? You know, like it's, yeah. I haven't experienced that in a while and I miss it because it is such an amazing feeling. Um, I, uh, yeah. With the, I got that MIDI controller yesterday and like yeah, right. today I, I just sat down and like, I just started working on something and it's literally like one of the things I'm like, shit, I'm proud as fuck of how this turned nice. out. I'll, I'll have to, uh, after oh, we're wait. done here, I'll say, it's I listened to it because you sent it to Vader, right? That was the one yesterday. This is a different one. Ooh, and this okay, is okay. like something that's definitely like, like Michelle even said, like it has my fingerprint, but it's so out of the ordinary for me. Nice. So, okay, um, nice. I'll uh, I'll definitely send it, like I'll send it to Vader with that nudie picture. I said I'm gonna send them, and uh, yeah, it's like uh, the two of you can listen to it together. Just don't look at the picture. That's that's for Vader's eyes only. Okay. Right. I respect that. I completely respect that, and that's okay. I promise, Pinky promise. Um, for Vader's eyes only, I totally get it. Um, but no, I um I the one that I listened to that you sent yesterday, I. Like really fucking enjoyed it. I told. I hope you don't mind that I like compare it to something like like what it reminded me of. I I don't mind at all because it's for okay. me like I, you know that's one of my hyper focused things. I'm like I start to compare my shit to other stuff and I'm like should I even release this and all that. No. But it's like the thing is it's like everyone's influence from someone. I'm not a yes. member of 21 Pilots saying I have no influences. <laughs> like, no, I do not have that ego that I invented fucking music. I have plenty of influence. So when people like when people compare me to stuff like with things, I take it as a compliment unless you say I'm like 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, yeah, at that point, I would also be like, wow, you fucking hate me, dude. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Not, it's, it's definitely 100% uniquely dingus. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. is your own signature sound and has your hand print 100%. Um, but it, it gave me, like, speaking of, like, 90s kind of stuff, like, something that we haven't talked about that is another huge influence to me is, like, video games and stuff. And it brought me back to, like, kind of, like, a doom type game you know what i mean like Ooh. like classic like like not n64 maybe but like but like yeah you know what you yeah, like n64 like playstation like classic yeah. like like a dungeon crawlery like kind of um yeah. like shoot 'em up kind of game like it, it had that like intense like that last beats kind of i don't know it gave me that like that that video game kind of vibe where i feel like like i'm going through like a tunnel like trying to escape something in a good way I'll, I'll, def <laughs> I'll definitely take that compliment. Thank okay, you. Good. Yes, you're welcome. Especially because when I've been editing the pod, I've been listening to it while playing PlayStation One. So nice. Yes. <laughs> but okay, okay, I'm glad. That, that's a very big uh, compliment to me. So thank yeah, you very much. Nice. You're so welcome. I'm happy that I. I, I mean, you 100 conveyed. You know what I mean? I um. That's another another thing that was a big inspiration for me. Like I have an older sibling. Um, and I never got my own, like, video game consoles until I was, like, older, older. But, yeah. like, I got the hand-me-down PlayStation, and that was my console for, like, fucking years. Like, I'd say probably until, like, 2010. 
I, I consistently played that thing, like a lot of Crash Bandicoot, a lot of Spyro, you know, all oh, like yeah. over and over and over again. Um, huge inspiration for me. I I don't know. That original PlayStation I love to me, like my big one that I never got rid of was Sega mm. Genesis. Like the, nice. play, the PlayStation I got from like a job Sonic. recently, they were getting rid of it. Yeah. And like the PlayStation, though, I went back and started getting older games I would always play. And because nice. yeah, that, that PlayStation 1 was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's so signature, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll start to wind this down a bit. But I said we'd bring something back up. I know you said you're a giant Aliens fan. And that yes. makes sense, too, because also H.R. Geiger. Right. He, oh, yes. Yeah, Geiger designed like the aliens and everything, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. When I t- talk about some things I don't know too much about, I always second guess myself, even though I know that no, like I'm but, the same way. Yeah. Any hoosers, big aliens fan, but tell me more about your love for horror. Because clearly I know I know your partner is a horror head. <laughs> but I want to know what horror you like. Yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, so yeah, no, Vader and I is like kind of separate our own little niche of horror. It was definitely different. Like we're kind of introducing ourselves to the the other's genre because I was ever a big like thriller, um, like slasher kind of person. I kind of like I never really watched like like the classic horror movies, you know what I mean? Except for like Psycho, but like yeah. I'm talking like the Halloween series and uh, Friday the 13th and everything. I never really got super into that until pretty recently. Um, I've always been super huge on psychological thrillers, like psychological horrors. Um, and of course, like sci-fi and stuff like that. Um, always huge, huge inspiration for me. I kind of mentioned um, Perfect Blue a little while ago. It's an animated horror movie, but that's um, a beautiful psychological thriller. Um, trying to think of, of what else um because of course my mind is going to draw a blank oh funny enough um one of the first like not counting like dragon ball z and like pokemon and stuff that was playing on tv like one of the first anime that i ever watched was this anime called when they cry um which is that like a sounds yeah. scary <laughs> yeah when they cry yeah oh yeah it's like super it like starts off as like what seems like this normal like kind of slice of life like oh i'm this you know city boy and i moved to this countryside kind of town and wow you know everybody it's such a small little village that you know everybody of every age goes to the same school you know super super small villagey vibes but like the village is haunted by this curse kind of thing you know (laughs) what i mean um so it's like it was kind of like revered as like this pretty graphic you know what i mean like super bloody gory anime um but i was like whoa what the fuck is this you know what i mean i'm like 10 <laughs> years old and i'm like holy shit this bitch just stabbed herself in the head whoa you know um so <laughs> like that was that was a big one for me kind of put me down the rabbit hole of of like horror anime um trying to think of Every movie that I've ever watched has left my brain right now. Um, so <laughs> that, some more. It always happens so, to me. Right? <laughs> um, oh, man. I'm trying to think of some other, some other favorites. 
Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think more psychological because uh, you mentioned Suspiria before yes. Suspiria, obviously. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh Beautiful. I, I still gorgeous. haven't I still haven't seen the remake, so that's another thing oh, I'm gonna have to watch. Same thing. Same thing with Vader. Vader hasn't seen the remake yet, and I've been dying to uh, to watch it. Um, it's it's very very different. Yeah. Like, definitely, of course, it's you know same story. But incredibly different feel. Um, yeah. I know the yeah. colors are a lot different too, because the original was yes. like, what, like so Technicolor vibrant. or something. And oh, it was. God. Oh, Just fucking eat that shit up with a spoon. Delicious. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's definitely not quite as psychedelic from what I remember. Um, the, the remake, again, I haven't seen it since it came out. It's been a hot minute since I've watched it. Um, but it's, it's, I feel like, without giving anything away, a little bit more like brutal you see a little bit more of yeah. like the stuff going on you know what i mean um yeah, trying, yeah. i know um like one of my friends like a huge fan of the original suspiria and was going off about the remake why would they fucking do that blah 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 and uh... I re- i'll never forget the status of so i checked out the suspiria remake and i'm actually a fan and i'm like all right. Oh, yes. <laughs> hmm. More psychological horrors, though. I also, I'm trying to think. Um, see, now I'm thinking more video games as well, because that was also a big, like, horror platform for me yeah. for a long time. Like, um, really loved, um, like, the uh, like Dead Space series. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect isn't really, again, I'm, I'm on that sci fi kind of kick. Yeah. Um, uh fear did you play fear layers of fear uh or... just fear i think it was oh, no. called i haven't i remember my friends were talking about it and they're like yeah i played it once i was just like there's this little girl stepping out of the fire on fire it was, pretty, it was pretty creepy it was pretty oh. very spooky but i'm so bad with video games it's i haven't oh. played the evil oh. dead game and i don't know how long vader but and this... i still haven't played <laughs> Well, yeah, no, please play. I play a lot of the... I feel like uh, Vader and I will play pretty much the same amount of, of Evil Dead. We share the account um, on their PlayStation, and um, we finally just beat the fifth level. Like, we were doing it... Holy shit, we must have played, like, weeks. It took us, like, a month to, to beat this fucking level. Um, we would take turns. I think oh. I was the one who, like, finally killed fucking Evil Ash at the end but it took it took so long oh my god um you're talking about like the uh, the chapter part like the single yes. player yes I, yes yes i i did the first one and i remember vader saying oh it's, it, it's so hard like the chapters are so hard i was like all right i'll try it out i'm playing i remember I'm like what the hell are they talking about this is easy as shit and then out of nowhere i just die uh-huh. and i'm and I'm like, what the hell? So I go and I play again. Then out of nowhere, just all these like deadites and stuff come out of yeah. nowhere, just mangle me. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is hard as shit. Yeah, no, it's it's incredibly unforgiving in the way that like like those you know like older like PS1 games and everything used to be, where like if you died, that's it. There's no checkpoints. Yeah, and I feel like every single chapter that you do gets longer. Um, so like the second one I remember was pretty difficult for us to beat. Third one I think was like on the easier side and it didn't take us too too long to beat that one. And then after that though, like the fourth and the fifth one, 
was fucking like brutal. Um, the fourth one, I think that's when you play as Pablo, if I'm not mistaken. And that level takes fucking forever. Um, and it's a, it's a lot, he, he's very stealth, so you have to be like sneaky, sneaky at times. Yeah. Um, so like you have to play the level, like there's a kind of like a maze part where you have to play the level enough to like know what the maze is and memorize how the maze goes. And oh, oh my God, it's <laughs> yeah, really fucking brutal. Um, Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. But it's, yeah. it's like frustrating, but it's fun. Um, of course, we also play like Dead by Daylight, which has obviously like a, you know it's horror horror oh, yeah. video game. Um, yeah, uh, all these frustrating games that make me want to rip my hair out, but I love them and play them every day. You know, oh yeah, like normal behavior. <laughs> I don't know when it comes out, but one thing's for certain. When that fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre game oh comes God. out, the three of us are gonna. It's... That's when I'm gonna just go nuts. That game looks insane. Oh yes, yeah. I'm so psyched for that. Yeah, no, I I think I just watched the first trailer that came out for it. I haven't really dug too much deeper than that. <laughs> Excuse me, but oh, you're good. No, I am absolutely so excited um, for that to come out. I'm just going to be yelling on the headset like a redneck the whole <laughs> yep. time. It's yep. going to be, so, people are going to hate me. <laughs> 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 now, with, uh, you know, you're a big fan of the Evil Dead game and all that. That was like Evil Dead something that, since you were more psychological horror and all that, was that something that you kind of got introduced to in recent years? Or Yeah, Vader, uh, uh, Vader introduced it to me and I fucking love it. Um I I don't know why, like, I was so, not afraid, but, like, I was kind of like, like, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's going to be my thing, and, like, it was something that I had always had interest in watching, especially, like, you know, like, the other, like, classics, like, Friday the 13th series, everything, um, something that I really wanted to visit, but just, like, never got around to it, Yeah. Um, but, oh, my God, I, I adore the series, I love um, Army of Darkness so much, we watched the, um, you know, Ash versus the Evil Dead series, the TV series. Um, it's like, um, I love it. I love the, the the combination of like humor and horror, just like a fucking over the the top like blood and guts. Oh, you yeah. know, super cheesy one liners and everything. It's it's great. It's good fun. Yeah, it's nothing beats like that span of horror movies, like especially yes. like. 80s 90s horror like the b stuff like the stuff killer clowns yes! like oh my god it's yeah. like the, the, that's my favorite kind so like yeah. knowing that like you know you're starting to get introduced to stuff like that like more and more and it's like i'm so happy you enjoy because so many people when they see it for the first time they're like this is terrible like to watch evil den and be like this looks so bad i'm like you don't understand that's claymation like i'm like yeah it's, like, yeah. it's beautiful it's such an awesome art style yes absolutely and i think um definitely even going on like even further than just like the the technical aspect of it like the the like artistic uh and um direction and everything being like amazing a lot of it's super campy you know what i mean it's very tongue-in-cheek it's very aware of itself yeah. um and that's part of the fun that's that's like totally part of the fun of it um you know what i mean if you're looking yeah. for like if you want it to be super serious you know what i mean like th those are out there those exist and i feel like a lot of the times 
a lot of horror movies when they try to be super over the top and serious kind of like try a little too hard where it doesn't feel realistic anymore um this is the scariest movie to ever be on netflix people can't even make it through the opening credits like yeah yeah you know yeah i fucking hate oh my god not for anything i fucking hate cloverfield (laughs) oh no are you a big cloverfield fan i literally have like a (laughs) 16 inch figure behind me that i will disclose i spent 550 dollars on that okay so you're like (laughs) A little bit into I, Cloverfields. <laughs> I, I maybe I should go back and watch because I haven't watched it in a minute. But just like the found footage stuff for me, like you can't really see anything that's happening, and yeah. I know that kind of adds to the suspense of everything. But like I want to see, I want to see a little bit more. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to, oh, I yeah. want to see the the what I'm supposed to be like scared of that the suspense is coming from. The thing with Cloverfield that, like, the reason I'm such a huge fan of it, like, I won't lie, my brothers and I, we all saw Cloverfield opening day, all three of us. Okay. And we walked out of that theater disappointed as shit. Okay. Leading up to Cloverfield, after my buddy told me about the trailer, there was no name at the end. It just said 11808, just the date. No name, no nothing. You didn't see the monster. And there was just this whole ARG campaign with it. And like people diving in. Oh, is it going to be like a Gamera movie? Oh, it's a giant whale. Like no one knew what the fuck this was. And there was so much suspense that we, we literally spent hours online, like flipping the poster and inverting the colors to see if it makes like a monster and stuff like psycho stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. And we saw the movie, and then after the movie came out, like we're disappointed. Then, like a week went by, and we were just talking about it again, nonstop. And it was like, then it came out, and like at the end, it's like, oh, you see the monster falling into the ocean, and it's like, no, it's the Tagruto satellite that fell in the ocean and woke up this sea monster. It's not an alien. It's there's just so much to it, and it's like, holy shit, and. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, you know, they 10 Cloverfield Lane was awesome. Cloverfield Paradox was cool, but it was both movies were like they they um took a script and just put the Cloverfield name on it and tried to tie it in like Clover 10 Cloverfield Lane does it beautifully. Pa- Paradox is kind of a stretch, but I see what they were going for. But they're supposed to be making a direct sequel to Cloverfield. And it's like I. With the found footage part, like I'm not a too big of a found footage guy, but like that movie, I've it consumed I, my life. <laughs> I feel like, see, I should really give it a second chance because I haven't watched it since it came out and I was a kid. You know what I mean? I was yeah. a kid at the time. Um, so I should give it a another fair chance. I, it's I'm kicking myself right now because I cannot think of the movie of this guy, the excuse me, I can't think of the name of this movie for the life of me. But um, speaking of like found footage movies, god damn it, I wish I could remember the name. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil it. um, Because like it's one of those movies that has this like kind of big twist, and it's like such a fucking delight when you're watching it for the first time. I wish I could experience it again. Mm -hmm. Um, But essentially, these two friends, I think they're like graduating college or something. Um, They're you know, going to Europe or something, and they're gonna, they're trying to study something. They're, I think, studying a specific animal, 
and then they, you know, are trying to document it. And then they go out one night and they meet this girl and like shit ensues and, and, you know, the whole movie changes and it becomes about, um, you know, this, this new thing that they're dealing with. Um, and it's found footage. So you're kind of like going through the motions and, and watching them with them. Another found footage movie that I love, um, I want to say, I think it's called like recording, like slash REC. Oh or yeah. With, like that. It's like the record. It's like the, the, the yeah. brackets dot like RC. Yeah. yeah it's I, like, I know um, the one you're talking yes, about. I haven't yes, seen yes. it though, but yeah, I've seen the name pop up. I believe. Yeah. It's, I watched it. It was originally like, a, I believe a Spanish horror movie. Um, and like, or I don't know exactly, you know what I mean? But like it's in Spanish and I, I like watched that and that one stuck with me. Like there's definitely ways to do the found footage. And oh, yeah. like, you feel like you're like part of it. You know what I mean? Like you feel like you're going on this journey with them. And I yeah. think it can be done really, really well. Um, so I should I should give Cloverfield another shot. You should. But if should. you don't like it, it was nice knowing it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, it really is one of those hit or miss movies where it's like just recently two buddies of mine i found out we're all into the arg campaign stuff and like we're at a wrestling convention in texas and for like 15 minutes it turns into cloverfield talk and i couldn't have been happier that it's like whenever someone doesn't like i'm like ah whatever people can like what they want but then when it's like i find those cloverfield nerds it makes it all worth it. It's nice. just like it's with the ARG campaign and everything. It's just oh my god, so good. Yeah, I've never seen any of the other movies either. I um, I think you said like what ten Cloverfield Lane, ten Cloverfield um, Lane, and then Cloverfield yeah. Paradox. You you really don't have to see them. You're not gonna mm. Cloverfield Paradox kind of explains things. But it's I liked what the ARG campaign was doing more before they introduced what they do ten cloverfield lane is definitely like a movie on its own but it's just a very good unsettling movie like that one's a very good watch that like it could be roped in with you know as i said mine and my brothers and my friends psychotic brains that we the clover versus true within our hearts but it's it's very good and it's i I just watched Cloverfield again recently. It's like, I, I still love the shit out of it. It's just, it's such a just kind of, it's just, I, it, it brings me back to the AIM days and the my, oh, yeah. the MySpace yeah. days. It brings me all back to those guilt. <laughs> there's definitely, no, there's there's definitely, it's good to have movies like that that just kind of like, bring you back, but always that hold up. That's forever how I'll feel about like aliens. I mean, yeah. alien as well. Um, uh, it's the same thing, like, I don't know why now, like, my brain is kind of going on, like, um, like, Tim Burton kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But I was super young, you know what I mean? Like, um, Beetlejuice and everything, like, being a huge inspiration for me as a, as a wee boo. Um, (laughs) trying to think. (laughs) A wee boo. Um, oh, another one. Um, fun fact about me. I was able to watch Aliens just fucking fine as a like a little ass kid but i caught my mom watching mars attacks once and i saw like yeah like the back with their heads exploding i had nightmares for years 
I had like in a, like abduction nightmares. I had a skylight in my bedroom, and I lived kind of by like York uh, Airport. So yeah. I'd like look up, and I would see like little blinking lights. And this guy was like, "Oh my god, the Martians are gonna come!" Oh, I that was one as a kid. I always watched. Yeah, and I. Fantastic movie. Awesome. I, I would totally be lying if I didn't say I had a crush on the alien in the oh, lady. Oh yeah, suit. yep. But so before, but before that was was it Greta? I try and forget her name. She broke my heart from Gremlins too. She, she was a beaut. <laughs> I'll forever have a have a Sigourney Weaver crush. One hundred percent. Oh, 100%. oh. oh be, 100%. Be, being the Ghostbuster oh. fan I am, and knowing that there wouldn't be the two original movies if Dana Barrett wasn't getting into some sort of conundrum Mm -hmm. I still had a crush on her and then of course with aliens and stuff too it's she's so good and alien you know alien 3 as a movie it's kind of fucking tank it sucked you know what I mean but Winona Ryder and Sigourney Weaver you know what I mean it's you know and shaped head Scorny Weaver. It's it's great. It's a great franchise. <laughs> I I recently I bought like a DVD pack of them. It's because I like those Walmart deals of like the complete series of this for like 20 bucks. Like, yeah, there's uh-huh. cool packaging for like the individual ones sometimes, but with the amount of movies I have, the space savers are great. And I'm pretty sure I got an alien one. So nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to revisit them because it's been a while since I've watched them. All right, Boo. Well, I guess we're gonna uh, wind it down and uh, from the all the hard talk, the drawing talk, the music talk, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a little ego trip, and we're gonna broadcast where everyone can find your art and check it out because it is awesome. And also, I will I will tag. The Vader's Vibrators yet again, the Bandcamp page, since you not only have art with it, but you've, you know, you've been on stuff with it and more stuff than I knew about. So <laughs> learn something new every day. That's why I wake yeah. up in the morning. <laughs> so yeah. where uh where can people check your stuff out? Yeah, so my my main art page is gonna be Bumo Arts. Um on Instagram, so that's B O O M O A R T. Um, that's pretty much where I post most of my stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yours is, <laughs> so many people have like page after page, and like I love it because I love tagging it. It's because I was thinking, I'm like, who only has the the Instagram page that I, I know of? Got, but my ego ain't too. I don't got too much to go off of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing though is, it makes it easy. If you're listening to this, you're gonna go follow that Instagram page and check out and support this art because it's fucking awesome. Smash that follow button. Yeah, smash <laughs> that follow button. Hit that notification bell. Realize what you're doing for the community. <laughs> and I'm, as you all know, I'm Nicholas Christian Dingus the Clown. Find me at. Terror underscore tunes, T O O N S underscore on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Colt underscore sure underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And go follow the Colt Sure family 
I think that's the page culture podcast family culture family on Facebook. There's a Facebook page. If you're friends with me, you can find it. I got to build it up. I say it week to week. I'm not going to plug it truthfully until I start doing shit with it. So slap me in the face and tell me to do it. Yeah. And remember, uh, you know, all our local New Jersey and friends that are listening and everyone else, when you're here, you're family, right? Exactly. The most authentic New Jersey feel, right? Yeah. yeah, unless you call something something different. What is it? Is it is it the ham or the roll? Oh, for me, see, I, I do the ham. It's all about that Taylor. Thank know? you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Culture <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked. I shouldn't have asked. Oh, man, all right. But really we will know. end on that note and stick around. For Deja Vu playing the Courage the Cowardly Dog outro. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Later. Bye. Bye. Oh, and thank you so much for being on. I uh yeah, I, I forgot I forgot I forgot to uh you know after your answer to that question, I really did feel <laughs> offended. <laughs> it's, you know, it's under, also I shot on Cloverfield as well. Like, oh, I fucking hate this movie. Here's this big old thing that I really Everyone, enjoy. You know what I mean? So it's fine. You could have kicked me out hey, like now. Hey, 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 everyone's entitled to their own opinions. And I truly feel that. But when it comes to Taylor Hammer pork roll, there isn't an opinion. There's a fact and there's a wrong. <laughs> no, that's okay. We can have wrong opinions. No, there's it's pork. <laughs> <laughs> ten. I listen to this podcast. It's just ten minutes of them yelling about pork roll and Taylor Ham. They both from Jersey. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, we can all just agree that it's just really good fancy spam that brings us together, right? The name don't matter. The fancy spam. In in the end, pork roll is pretty mediocre at best. Yeah, but that's what I love about it. You exactly. Know? Yeah, it, it's. I feel like you know if, what you're eating. If Jersey were a meat, it is definitely pork roll Taylor ham. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. All right. All joking aside, it was lovely finally getting to do this with you. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. Follow Boo. Stick around for the tunes. Later, everyone. Bye. And here to play us out on episode 9 of the Culture Podcast is Deja Boo with their cover of the Courage the Cowardly Dog outro. Hope you enjoy it and have a great night. (laughs) 